What is going on, everyone? This is Connor, the co-host with The Most, back with another episode of Clutch Crew Sports. And on today's episode of Clutch Crew Sports, it's that time of the year again for the annual Clutch Crew Sports NFL Mock Draft. This is going to be Mock Draft 1.0. We're going to do a Mock Draft 2.0 next week that's going to have a, a few different rules. But uh, this week, just the standard regular Mock Draft, seeing what every team's going to pick. And I'm interested to see what each of us decides to go with with the team and who knows maybe we'll look back at this after the draft and we'll look like geniuses but uh that's probably more often than not not going to be the case but let me introduce you to the rest of the crew and with the first pick the jacksonville jaguars select you'll find out in a few minutes i'm zach (laughs) (laughs) i did not expect that i was almost thinking I would need to announce who the Lions were picking second there is that kind of threw me off there a bit. That will also have to wait for now. So that's but, what you call it. That's what you call it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And cut to commercial. <laughs> yeah, that, exactly. Well the, well, the Jaguars are picking, so it has to cut to commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we are going to go around the shield. This is going to be our 2022 Mock Draft 1.0. Some nice looking faces on that uh, graphic that we have here. But this is going to be our standard 1.0 mock draft where there's going to be a set order. Zach will pick first, Eric second, myself third, and we're just going to go in that order. And as per custom for mock draft 1.0, there's going to be no trades allowed. So we're going to run this draft as if no trades are going to happen, which obviously won't be the case. But, you know, it's always fun to kind of look at look at it this way and see what every team would pick if they still kept all their respective spots. Um, going to be also a very interesting draft because there's a lot of teams that don't have first round picks <laughs> because there's a lot of teams that have duplicate picks. So you might be hearing the same team name uh, a few times over and over again. But, you know, you can thank uh, all the trades and stuff that's been going on the last couple of years for that. So with that being said, we have on the screen here as well, if you're watching on YouTube, um, we have the top players at each position for this is according to Daniel Jeremiah's. Uh, he does his like top 50 and his top prospects every year. Um, you will notice that there are no tight ends, but that's because he doesn't have any tight ends on his top 50. Unlikely a tight end is going to go in the first round this year, um, but they're going to be on the board over here just for some reference. You can pick someone off of this. That's not on here. If you would like, I'm not sure that's going to happen, but you know, who knows? So, Without further ado, let's get to Zach with the Jacksonville Jaguars being on the clock for pick number one. Yep. So the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to select Aiden Hutchinson, edge rusher out of Michigan. Um, I think he's one coming. (laughs) Yeah, he's going to be the perfect fit here for this team. Um, You know, uh, culture guy, leader, maximize. Uh, Josh Allen's abilities now that he won't be double teamed every every play. So this guy's going to get a lot of sacks for the Jaguars. Best player in the draft here going number one. Especially since the Jaguars already shored up some of their other needs in free agency. So definitely looking like, I mean, in your opinion, would you say that this is a pretty, pretty locked that they're going to take him at number one? Or do you think that they could, you know, surprise you and do something else? I would put it at 90% that... 10% just because, you know, there's always rumors and stuff flying around. I, like, I heard Balky really wants to take Trayvon Walker. Um, but, like, it's a rumor thing. So you, it's smokescreen season. So you yeah. can't trade anything. So it's 
but most people think it's going to be Hutchinson. Yeah. So not as confident as Trevor Lawrence, but pretty confident. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Eric, pick number two with the Detroit Lions here. All right. Well, we wanted uh, to get Hutchinson, you know, being a Michigan guy and everything. That would have been a great fit for Detroit, but we're going to take another player equally as good, and that's going to Kayvon Thibodeau out of Oregon. Uh, wow. You know, us Lions, we need a lot of help at a lot of different positions, but whenever you can get a premier edge rusher, you do it, and so that's what we're going to do. He's been sliding down a lot of draft boards, so uh, that's pretty interesting. I know some wow. people, it, it seems to me like the... Buzz is kind of like some people definitely think he's still going to go up here, but others are picking him as to be one of the fallers. So um be interesting to see how he does on draft. Yeah, there, I know there's like some concern about his like work ethic and stuff like that. But, you know, he's going to want to make a lot of money and he's going to do that for He's going to, uh, you know, come in and make a difference for us. And I, I, I'm still a believer in Kayvon Thibodeau, so. Look, That's no one can, doing. no one can have worse work ethic than Jamarcus Russell. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, he he he'll be better than him. <laughs> uh, you know, if if anyone else I ever find out like gets told to go home and watch blitz packages and then comes back and says he watched them, but then finds out that there was nothing on the tape, you know, yeah. that'll be another first. <laughs> um, yeah, but so I've got the third pick here with the Houston Texans. Obviously, a team that has a bunch of needs i mean i don't even know where to begin with this team uh when it comes to the draft here but for all intents and purposes the biggest need for this team right now is going to be offensive line in my opinion so with that being said i'm going to go ahead and take the best offensive lineman on the board and that is icky i don't know how to pronounce his last name ikwonu i'm sure my roommate could tell me because she went to nc state but um i'm taking him as my Third there pick here, <laughs> give some uh, get, really shore up that offensive line for uh, Davis Mills, and you know just it all starts with blocking and tackling, as I like to always say. So you know blocking is super important, and get the offensive line first before you get any of the skill positions. Absolutely, I like it. I like it. So I am going to be picking here at number four for the New York Jets. Uh, lots of needs for this team, lots of directions they can go, but I think. What most Jets fans want and expect is going to be an edge rusher here. And I'm going to take Jermaine Johnson out of FSU. Uh, had a great season, great production at Florida State. This is a safe pick for the Jets. I think he's going to do really well for them. He might not have the biggest upside and the biggest ceiling, but he'll be a safe, sure lock for them. All right, so... Is that going with Jermaine Johnson, edge rusher for the Jets? Definitely need to sharp that defense. Eric, where do the New York Giants go with their pick? <clears throat> well, we're pretty happy that this guy is still on the board. Uh, we've got, you know, like all these other teams in the top five, a lot of different needs, but we could really use offensive line help. So we're going to take Evan Neal, uh, offensive tackle, get him off the board, uh, I know he was rumored at one point to even possibly go as high as number one to the Jags. So uh, getting a value like that at pick five, we're more than happy with that. Absolutely. Yeah, he, <clears throat> he definitely could go either way between uh, I think both Ikwonu and Evan Neal are both going to be pretty good offensive linemen here, uh, especially since Evan Neal can play both sides. He can play left or right tackle, whatever you need. So 
definitely a good versatility pick there. So now I've got the Carolina Panthers at number six. Now, this is an interesting pick just because there's a lot of ways the Panthers could go with this. Um, you know, they definitely need offensive line help. They definitely need a little bit of help in the linebacker position area. But I'm probably going to go off the rails here a little bit and do something that most people don't expect them to do. It's something that's a possibility, but I don't think most people expect them to do it. I'm going to go ahead and take, in my opinion, the best quarterback on the board, and that is going to be Malik Willis out of Liberty because Sam Darnold is not the answer, and I feel like the Panthers, you know, they didn't get anyone in free agency at the quarterback position, so we need to get our quarterback now while we still have our choice, so and not wait until the second round potentially and get, you know, someone that we don't want. So I'm going to go ahead and take Malik Willis, the first quarterback off the board. Quarterback going early here. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be real interesting to see when the first quarterback goes and if it creates a set of dominoes that fall. Like, it's truly a great unknown, the quarterbacks this year. Um, Yeah. All right. So I've got the number seven pick for the Giants. Eric already took Evan Neal a few picks ago. So the Giants have came away with a tackle already in this draft. I, for the Giants, lot, another team with lots of needs, I'm going to go a, a position and, and a player that I think is the best player that's still on the board, and that's going to be Kyle Hamilton, safety from Notre Dame. A huge mm-hmm. fan of this guy. Um, I think he's going to be, <laughs> even though safeties aren't, typically picked in the top 10 this guy is going to be well deserving of that he's going to in five or ten years you're going to look back at this draft class and he's going to be the guy with the most pro bowls or second most pro bowls uh just going to be a real difference maker for their defense so what you're saying is it's not going to be sauce gardner and all of his tweets saying that he's the best player in the draft (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) all right eric where do the atlanta falcons go with the number eight pick All right, we're going to take another guy that has been projected to go potentially up near the very top of the draft. Um, I had a position I was looking at, but I think since this guy is still here, that especially since we're, you know, a team clearly in rebuild mode right now, uh, we're not going to do what I was planning to do. Uh, We're actually going to take Trayvon Walker instead. Uh, get that, get that. Eric, you stole my pick. (laughs) Get that Georgia guy. Uh, you know, a lot of people like to use this word a lot, and sometimes it gets overused, but he definitely has a lot of potential. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that word definitely gets overused a lot, but you know, this guy has the size and athleticism, and he could be a real big difference maker for the Falcons. So, uh, I like this pick here for Atlanta. If he falls to them, I think they will not hesitate to draft him. Well, Eric over here pulling the first true snipe of the draft uh, because I was definitely going to take him if I <laughs> with the Seattle Seahawks ninth pick. Um, so unfortunately, he's off the board. Seattle. This is another team that I could potentially see if the Panthers do go with a quarterback like this, creating a potential domino effect and the Seahawks being one of the first ones to grab a QB. But I don't think that's going to happen here. I think there's much bigger needs on the offensive line, especially on the interior offensive line, given that you know, the two best tackles are off the board already. So I'm going to go ahead and take Kenyon Green out of Texas A&M for the Seattle Seahawks. Because 
another team that has had a lot of offensive line problems. Russell Wilson was running for his life last year. And, you know, whatever quarterback they may have this upcoming season, you know, needs to be protected and at least get another lineman that can potentially get that run game going because Seattle hasn't had a run game since Marshawn Lynch left the team the first time. So um, definitely need to fix that if Seattle wants to get anywhere. Russell Wilson's going to be like, now you draft an offensive lineman? (laughs) (laughs) Seriously, dude? Like I see how I see how it is. <laughs> Watch, you know, the second that Aaron Rodgers retires, the Packers are going to draft a wide receiver in the first round. Like, mark my words. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they've got two picks this year, so I think it might might come this time. But <laughs> uh, to round out the top ten here, I've got the second pick for the New York Jets. I took Jermaine Johnson, the edge rusher for Florida State, with their first first round pick. Uh, with this spot, wide receiver is definitely intriguing considering no wide receivers have gone yet. But I'm going to take what I think is going to be the best player at his position and by by a considerable amount, and that's going to be Sauce Gardner, the corner from Cincy. Um, the Jets need a lockdown corner. They've got a bunch of decent corners right now, but they don't have a true first-round pick stud corner. So he's going to pair with Jermaine Johnson and rebuild this defense for the Jets. Jets going defense early on. Definitely a little bit interesting that they're not wanting to get some more weapons for Zach Wilson, but, you know, defense does win championships. So I will endorse these picks, even though I'm not the GM of the Jets. <laughs> I was going to say, if I'm a Jets fan and that's how draft night goes, I'd, I'd be pretty happy with that. <laughs> All right, Eric, now for the – Newly named Washington Commanders. Where are we going? With the first pick in Washington Commanders history, (laughs) we are are going to draft wide receiver Drake London uh, out of USC. Uh, I know we have Terry McLaurin, but, you know, it can't hurt to have another, you know, dynamic playmaker on the outside, it it will really make a difference, and, and especially with uh, Carson Wentz coming in, like you know, we definitely need to get some weapons for him and to give him a you know better chance. So we're gonna go Drake London here, uh, first wide receiver off the board. Yeah, definitely uh, having a number two wide receiver to pair with that number one wide receiver makes a huge difference because. McLaurin was seeing a lot of double teams last year because Washington had no one else. So I I like the pick for the commanders. Thank you. Um, you. (laughs) So I am now going to be picking for the Minnesota Vikings. This is another team, you know, this has actually been a pretty defense heavy first round here. And this is another team that's really in need some pieces on defense, particularly in the secondary. So I'm going to go with the second best corner in the draft, and that's going to be Derek Stingley from LSU as my pick. I think he's going to work really well to become a lockdown corner on this Minnesota defense. And, you know, this is a secondary that they've been trying to rebuild for a few years now and um, definitely going to get in the right direction with Stingley here because Patrick Peterson didn't really work out the way they thought he was going to. So they need young blood in that secondary. <clears throat> All right. And I'm going to be picking next here, pick number 13 for the Houston Texans. <laughs> I feel like I've done this all draft, but they've already had a first round pick. Uh, Eric took, Icky, or Connor took Icky 
Iquanu, I think that's how you say his name. Yeah. Uh, the tackle, can play guard sort of player from NC State. Um, I'm going to stick with offense here, and I'm going to go with Jamison Williams, the wide receiver from Alabama. Uh, might be a little early for some people to take Williams, considering his ACL tear, but from indications, he's ahead of schedule with his recovery, and he could be back and re- make a return sometime this season. So I, I just love his speed, and the injury, those sort of injuries don't scare me as much as in that at those injuries scared people before um, players can recover from them. And Williams before that was the surefire guy to be the first wide receiver. On the board. All right. Definitely. In there, um, <clears throat> you know, I guess we'll see how that works out. Um, you know, if James Williams does come back, he definitely has the <clears throat> potential to be really good. I agree. So Eric, the Baltimore Ravens. Where are they going now? Yeah, so the Baltimore Ravens, uh, you know, pretty solid team, obviously, but you know, still got some needs that we that they're going to need here, and uh, one of them is going to be like you know, defensive end, edge rusher type of player. So we're going to take uh, George Carlaftis. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but uh, he's tight. He's highly ranked. He's got great size, uh, you know, 6'4", 275. That's nice. Uh, he was pretty good for Purdue. And as the Ravens, we're happy to welcome him in and address a big need at the same time. All right. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Edge Rusher needs someone to pair with Odafe Owe. Uh, if I think that's how you say it, Owe, um, that they drafted last year. He was pretty good in his rookie year, but never hurts to have more pass rush. So I'm now picking for the Philadelphia Eagles. This is going to be funny enough. I actually get to do both their picks in the first round here. So um, now this is another team with quite a few needs. Um, I could go a lot of directions here. I could go defense. I could go wide receiver as well. Um, that's another big need for them. They need someone to pair with Tay Smith. Um, and in my opinion, it's going to be tough for me to pass on wide receiver at the moment. And I'm going to go with Garrett Wilson from Ohio state at my receipt as my first pick for the Philadelphia Eagles here. Hopefully the guy that I wanted, the next pick will still be there. Um, but definitely need another receiver to go with Devontae Smith. Hopefully can really get Jalen Hurts going if he can get some good receivers because Jalen Rager has been a huge mess up, uh, as Eagles fans will tell you, considering that Justin Jefferson got picked one pick later. So, um, you know, I'm trying not to make the same wide receiver mistakes that the Eagles have made in the past here. So going Garrett Wilson. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Jalen Rager's a beast. <laughs> number That's, one fantasy pick next year dude like i don't know why you would draft a wide receiver when you have him even even <laughs> i'm taking if, if i have the number one pick in my fantasy draft you know forget Henry, forget alvin Kamara, forget all those good running backs i'm taking jalen raker number one yeah. <laughs> <laughs> has a has a team ever taken a wide receiver in three straight drafts in the first round like that's a trivia fact I don't think has happened. So if, if the Eagles <laughs> go receiver, be a sports jeopardy question. <laughs> yeah, that is because you know Rager, Devontae Smith, and now Wilson or who they've got another first round pick. So 
<laughs> the yeah, odds like, go one, up. One also, I you know, there's they've been linked to Chris Olave too. Like if for some reason yeah. you know who they want's not there, so it seems pretty likely they they are going to take a receiver at some point. <laughs> yeah. All right. So I uh, get into the middle of the middle of the draft here. Pick number sixteen now for the New Orleans Saints. They've also got pick nineteen, which I control. So that's a cool situation. I get to make both their picks. Um, with this first one though, at 16, I'm going to go, uh, pick the most important pick for them. And I'm going to take Matt Corral, the quarterback from Ole Miss. Um, big fan of his, to me, he's my QB one, actually. Um, big fan watching him in college. I think he's got dual threat capabilities. Uh, I know he's a little bit injured right now, but. Jameis can start the season for sure, and then he can develop under Jameis and potentially play uh, later this season. So I'm going to not mess around here, take the quarterback that they traded up uh, to pick 16 to get. All right, yeah, definitely. I know the Saints are one of those teams that's been linked to quarterbacks. So Eric, a team that definitely doesn't need a quarterback, uh, the L.A. Chargers, where are they going with this pick? Uh, we'll take Sam Howell. No, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so looking at the Chargers, you know, we made a lot of moves this offseason, brought in a lot of pieces, but, um, I would still like to, uh, address our O-line, and this might be considered a little bit of a reach to some people, but, um, I'd like to get a guard, so I'm going to take, uh, Zion Johnson out of Boston College, to just really shore up that interior of our O-line, make sure Herbert has plenty of time to get the ball to all these weapons. Um, our O-line got better last year, but I still feel like it can be better, so we're happy to make this move here. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, definitely didn't... Actually, for, in my opinion, I'm don't not sure I saw that one coming, uh, but, you know, you can never have too much blocking, so... Instead, um, some people might some people might think I'm an idiot and call this a reach, but they'll Eric, see you're it one day. Idiot, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I have pick number eighteen here. You know, I picked for the for the Philadelphia Eagles. I picked Garrett Wilson with the first pick, and the guy that I want is still on the board. Um, you know, I said that the Eagles definitely need to go defense here, which really they could go anywhere. But in my opinion, I want to stick with. The guy, in my opinion, that I think is the best defensive player on the board still, and that is going to be the big man out of Georgia, Jordan Davis, the freak of nature defensive tackle. He's going to be wrecking havoc in the league for years. He's going to be the replacement for Fletcher Cox. Uh, Even though he came back this year, he's obviously near retirement, and Jordan Davis is going to be able to learn from him, really you know, take over his role in that Philadelphia defense is the dominant D tackle. So Jordan Davis for the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, that's, that's a solid pick. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <laughs> so I've got the next pick here, number 19 for the New Orleans Saints. I took Matt Corral a few picks ago. It's crazy to me, like how we're already almost in the twenties for the draft. And there's still so many good players out there. Like mm-hmm. on our board, we're still, a lot of really good players. I think teams are going to be happy with, um, but for this pick here with the saints, I am going to go Charles cross the tackle out of Mississippi state. 
uh, to protect Matt Corral. I think this guy is for sure the third best tackle in the class. Um, I really like his ability, especially as a run um, run protector as well. It, it, he's got a lot of good traits. Um, I'm a fan of Charles Cross, so happy that the Saints can get him all the way down here at 19. Yeah, the Saints definitely need uh, another tackle with the departure of Teron Armstead. So um, definitely a good pick there for the Saints. Now, Eric, don't screw this up. This is the Pittsburgh Steelers. (laughs) And I might just petition, you know, I already petitioned for you to be knocked off of here with all those Duvals that I was hearing in some of these episodes. But I might petition again if uh, you make a bad uh, pick here. So... (laughs) Yeah, well, luckily, Take it away. No pressure. luckily for me, Zach hasn't listened to you so far yet with that. He still, <laughs> says, like, he still says I'm not fired from the podcast, so I'm still allowed to be here. Uh, but we'll, we'll see how it goes after this. But um, if I'm the Steelers, maybe there might be a little bit of better talent, per se, still available. But we've got a huge need at this position. Uh and normally for them in this situation, they would have to trade up, but we're pretty happy that we were able to just stay at pick 20 and not have to give up any other draft assets. Uh, we're going to take Kenny Pickett, the quarterback. Um, you know, Mitch Trubisky is a decent, you know, fill in and can be good as a backup and everything, but he's really not who you want to be leading the franchise. And with Big Ben gone, I just, the Steelers have to address quarterback, like especially with just how loaded the AFC North is at quarterback and just really the whole AFC in general, like they, they need to get somebody uh, new and fresh that, you know, could be a franchise quarterback. So Connor, how do you grade that pick right there? Well, you're not getting, I'm not petitioning for you to be but that's the pick I want you to make. So good job. Okay. Um, good, Cause good, yeah, uh, I definitely, yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I especially happy. <laughs> yeah. He definitely, he definitely, uh, you know, I'm hoping he can go in there and, you know, be someone, you know, he's going to compete in training camp from day one. I mean, you know, it's going to be between him and Trubisky and Mason Rudolph. So, I mean, I think we all know that Mason Rudolph doesn't have it, but I definitely think he's got the tools to compete with Mitch Trubisky and Hey, he's already familiar with the city. So it's not like he's going to have to, you know, figure out a whole new area and a whole new place he's never been to. Like he went to college at Pitt, played in Heinz Field. So definitely a large amount of familiarity with him. He's he's the quarterback. Like if we can't get Malik Willis, like he's the one that I want. I've seen a lot of mock drafts that have us going after Matt Corral. But if we can't get Malik Willis, then I, then I want Kenny Pickett. So uh, I approve, Eric. Right, good, good. I, I'm still on the podcast, guys. I'm still here. <laughs> All right. So I at pick number 21 for the New England Patriots. Um, you know, we had a pretty good season last year, you know, a good resurgence. Mac Jones, um, you know, looked like the best quarterback so far from last year's draft class. Obviously, there's still time for that to change. But as of last season, Mac Jones looked like the best. So the offense is looking OK. Um, unfortunately, I'm not really sure that offense is the direction I want to go here just yet. Um, I think they can, the Patriots could pick up some good offensive players in the second round if they really feel the need. Um, But I want to go defense here and address 
a glaring need. J.C. Jackson left in free agency to go to the Los Angeles Chargers. So there's definitely a gaping hole that needs to be filled at cornerback. So I'm going to go ahead and take Trent McDuffie, the cornerback from Washington, for the New England Patriots. But really, you know, Patriots, if you want to go ahead and take, like, Brees Hall or something with this pick, then, you know, please, by all means, go ahead and do that. Like, (laughs) 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 playing. All right. All right, Zach, the Green Bay Packers. Yep, I've got the Packers pick here at 22. They also have pick 28 in this draft. Um, Here at 22, I hope Caleb, uh, who's listening, will like this pick. I know he probably will want someone else at this position, but I'm going to take N'Kobe Dean out of Georgia, the linebacker for him. Uh, I think linebackers a need for the Packers and N'Kobe Dean's going to be all over the place, making plays to help this defense out. Um, I know Caleb likes Devin Lloyd a little bit better, but for me, uh, I prefer Dean. So the fact that they get the first linebacker in the draft all the way down here at 22 is a good sign for the Green Bay Packers. All right. Yeah, definitely need to fill that linebacker spot, especially since uh, with the departure of Zadarius Smith in free agency and it's someone else who left in free agency too. Um, So Packers, definitely a good pick for them. Eric, where are the Arizona Cardinals going to go with pick number 23? Yeah, so a big position of need that has become a factor for the Cardinals due to some uh, departures and things like that is going to be wide receiver. And so I'm going to take a guy who I feel like has still got pretty good value here for this late in the draft. Uh, I'm going to take Chris Olave from Ohio state. Um, He's got good height uh, and he's still ranked pretty high. So I feel like for the Cardinals, this would be a great ad to have opposite of Deandre Hopkins. Um, And maybe maybe making a move like this will keep Kyler Murray happy. I'm not sure what the latest with him is, but I know he's been unhappy with the franchise. So hopefully making a move like this will help them and it'll help the offense regardless. So I definitely want to keep your franchise quarterback happy. Um, So now moving on to pick number 24, I am going to be picking for the Dallas Cowboys. And, uh, you know, Susan's listening. Susan's listening. Well, Susan, the Dallas Cowboys, I hate to break it to you. We're trading this pick for a ham sandwich. Um, you know, just kidding. Uh, no, no trades in this draft anyway. Um, but no, for the Dallas Cowboys, this is another team, a couple different directions, but most of the needs for this team right now are still on the de- despite the improvement in the defense, there's more need on the defensive side of the ball. Um, there is some need at the offensive line as well, but there's not really any offensive linemen on the board right now that I think are worth taking at this spot. So I think the Cowboys are probably going to have to wait till the second round to grab O-line. So I'm going to go ahead and grab a need on the defense for them, and that is going to be who Caleb might have wanted Zach to take at his pick, and that's yep. going to be Devin Lloyd, the linebacker from Utah. Because I think, you know, ever since the departure of Sean Lee, it seems like, you know, Micah Parsons has been great in his role, um, but they're kind of missing. Leighton Vander Esch has been a little bit of a disappointment recently, um, you know, at linebacker spot. So bring in Devin Lloyd, you know, to maybe hope to try and fill that void that Sean Lee left there uh, in the middle as well. So Devin Lloyd to the Cowboys. I don't know if Susan approves of that or not. <laughs> I, I think she'll be happy with that. 
you know, I, I, th- I think she'll agree with you here. So, Connor, you also get to stay on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I'm wondering, you know, whose opinion he would, uh, who Zach would listen to more? Would he listen to my opinion more or your opinion more? <laughs> uh, well, see, with stuff like, obviously, if it's like the Jaguars, you know, he's going to listen to me more. But, you know, with the Cowboys, who, like, since you hate, you both hate the Cowboys together, he'll probably listen to you more with that one. So, like, <laughs> I think if I try to petition to get you off because of a, cowboy thing he's not going to listen to me on that one (laughs) (laughs) all these power plays going on between the two (laughs) Um, all right let's get back to the mock draft here at uh pick 25 i've got the buffalo bills pick uh they could go a lot of different places with this um my dad's listening i think i think ultimately though uh take the best player on the board and in my opinion, that's going to be Devontae Wyatt, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Uh, I know it's tough with Georgia to figure out who was actually who's actually going to be the best talent on that team. But to me, Wyatt stood out a lot. I think he's sometimes even a little bit more consistent than Jordan Davis is. Um, and I think at the pro level, he's going to end up being a better player. Uh, so the Bills are going to get a good defensive tackle here at at the late end of the first round. All right. Defensive tackle for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, they definitely had a issue in the run game uh, during last year. So definitely need someone to help fill up that hole uh, in the defensive line. Eric, the ten- <laughs> I'm sure you're going to enjoy this pick. Uh, the Tennessee Titans. Where are they going with this pick? Uh, is Trent Balky available? <laughs> <laughs> no, dang it. Okay. Uh, so looking at the, on a serious note here, looking at the, uh, Titans needs, um, just it's, of course, you know, when you get farther down in the draft like this, uh, you know, it can be harder to, you know, find value picks. And of course, usually when you're a team, you know, farther down like this, unless you're a weaker team that made a trade, you're usually a team that doesn't have too many needs. So just kind of looking at what's still available, uh, I think I've got a decent uh, combination of need and value here for the Titans, and we're going to take the safety uh, Dax Hill out of Michigan and just oh, kind of try to try to rejuvenate that uh, rejuvenate that secondary a little bit. All right, Dax Hill going to the Titans. So my next pick here is going to be for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Now, this is a team that had a very interesting offseason. You know, Tom Brady retired, and then he unretired, and it seemed like, you know, the Buccaneers were going to be headed for maybe a little bit more of a rebuild type thing, but pretty much as soon as Brady decided he was going to unretire, like, everyone turned around and flocked back to the Buccaneers, so um, there's a lot of the same people that are coming back once again for the Buccaneers this year. Um, they were able to circumnavigate the cap once again and re-sign a lot of guys, so... Um, not too many gaping needs here. Obviously, a big need for them is guard due to the retirement of Ali Marpet. But there's no first-round worthy guards uh, that are left right now. So I'm going to go with another position that I think the Buccaneers need, and that is, you know, they were shown to have a lot of problem when it came to depth at this position last year, and that's going to be corner. So I'm going to go ahead and take Andrew Booth, the corner from Clemson, for the Buccaneers, you know can never have too many people in the secondary uh, for you. So 
I'm going to go that direction for Tampa Bay. Eric, or Zach, sorry, once again, picking for the Green Bay Packers. going to be interesting to see how Caleb thinks you did here uh, this time around. So go ahead and give us what the Packers are going to do with their second pick of the first round. Yeah, so Caleb, after uh, after you hear this pick, DM me on Twitter and give me your grade for the Packers, for give me <laughs> the grade that you're giving me for the Packers picks here. I am going to take, I know I would get, probably blocked on Twitter if I didn't take a wide receiver from him. So <laughs> I'm going to take, uh, and also to it fits, this is what I would do too. Um, but I'm going to take Traylon Burks, uh, the guy, the receiver out of Arkansas. I think he's got phenomenal talent. Um, it's interesting, the wide receivers, it's some people like some better than the than others, but Burks to me is going to be a really good pro. Uh, so I'm happy with both these picks here. The Packers get the first round. Well, Zach, the Kansas City Chiefs are upset with you for that one. So, <laughs> well, considering that we're both uh, Kansas City Chiefs GMs here, I'm also upset with you with that pick. <laughs> yeah. So, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to need to reevaluate. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm in the same boat, dude. <laughs> yeah. So. Oh boy. Well, all right. Well, I'm going to get, I'm going to take a guy for the chiefs here who I believe could, can be a big weapon. Uh, my only concern with this guy is just that he might've gotten a little too, uh, worn down in college, but watching this guy play, I think he's going to be a big deal. And the chiefs have decent running backs, but you know, they're not, like loaded at the position or anything. So we're going to take a uh, running back Kenny Walker out of Michigan state. Uh, I mean, this guy is just like a walking highlight reel, uh, great runner can catch some passes out of the backfield. I, I think he's going to be able to do a lot for Patrick Mahomes. So uh, not the original pick we were planning here, but I think it's going to be a good alternative. All right. Well, as the other resident Kansas City Chiefs GM here, um, <clears throat> you know, it's something that we'll be interested to see if he does go in the first round. But I think, you know, given that we're late first round, I think this pick is still warranted and still could be OK to work out because wide receiver is a huge need for the Kansas City Chiefs. So I'm going to go ahead and take Jahan Dotson, the receiver out of Penn State. Um you know, the Chiefs, in my mind, have to get a wide receiver in the first round. And, I mean, maybe if, like, somehow Dotson's gone by the time it gets to them, they don't. But if he's still on the board, and even if he's the only one left, I feel like they need to get him. Because they can't afford to wait until, like, the end of the second round to start going after receivers, given the huge need. So, uh, Dotson to the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, so the Chiefs going two skill position players there on offense, running back and receiver, more more weapons for Mahomes. Um, <laughs> at pick thirty one here, I've got the Cincinnati Bengals pick. I'm still ha- I'm very happy that this guy's actually still on the board. Um, I'm going to take Tyler Linderbaum, the center out of Iowa, uh, upgrade the offensive line. Obviously, we know that's the biggest need for the Bengals. Um, so they can upgrade with center and Linderbaum's a, a really, really talented center. I'm surprised in this mock that he's fallen all the way down to the end, but um, this guy's going to be good. 
and not too long ago people were talking about him potentially being a top 10 talent in the draft um so i'm i'm thrilled to get him at 31 yeah definitely definitely a very good pick there for the cincinnati Bengals. you know need to shore up that offensive line after what happened in the super bowl so eric go ahead and close out the first round with the detroit Lions, number 32 all right well I've already taken an edge rusher talent for the Lions with Kayvon Thibodeau. And now we're going to go to the other side of the ball. Um, everybody knows that Jared Goff is not the answer in Detroit. I mean, everybody knows that. And I think this is like the perfect spot here uh, to take Sam Howell. It's a really late first round pick. Uh you know, it's, so it's at, at this point, it's if he doesn't end up working out, it's not really too big of a deal. But at the same time, since we got him in the first round, uh, you know, we'll have that fifth year option later available if we need to use it. Um, so I don't know. He's one itself. I'm going to be curious to see how he does. But um, obviously, the most important position on the field in football and off the field is the quarterback position. So, (laughs) you know, and and I know uh, like Zach always says, you know, like if you feel like if you're, you're in the draft and you feel like the guy is there at quarterback, you need to take him and be in this, you know, with the last pick in the first round, I don't see why not. So we'll take a chance on Sam Howell and see if he develops it. Very interesting. Didn't see uh, Sam Howell going in the first round of this draft. So, um all right guys so that's gonna wrap up mock draft 1.0 i zoomed out the screen here uh this is the full mock draft all the way from aiden hutchinson to sam howell take a screenshot of this you know post it to twitter save it tell your kids about it because this is going to be exactly what happens on draft day so (laughs) you know we're we're geniuses don't ever question us this is what's going to happen mic drop (laughs) uh (laughs) um yeah, unfortunately, I need some reading glasses also to read all that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a bit small, um, but, you know, it, it's there. You know, hopefully everyone can see it a little bit. Um, but thank you guys so much for watching. Definitely tune in next week for our Mock Draft 2.0 because there's always some really interesting trades and weird things that tend to happen in our second Mock Draft. So um, definitely going to be excited for that. Um, you know, last year we had... Um, you know, division rivals trading picks with the Cowboys and Eagles. The first year we did this, we had the Bengals trading out of the first pick, which, you know, obviously in hindsight, that was a really terrible decision, but, um, (laughs) and it didn't happen, but um, who knows what's going to happen in these mock drafts. You know, maybe, maybe if I'm the Steelers, I might end up trading up to, you know, get a quarterback or something like the one that I want. Who knows? Who knows? But Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Clutch Crew Sport. Make sure to leave any comments down below as for what you guys want us to do next. Let us know whether you agree with this, disagree with this. Um, you know, let us know if you have any topics that you want us to talk about on the podcast. And until next time, guys, we will see you then. And make sure to stay tuned for Mock Draft 2.0. Be clutch. Peace.